basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. Ooh, baby. Yo, 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 welcome to In the Back of the Class NBA Podcast. I'm your boy A-Love. Yo, this your boy Easy. What up? Wow, man. I cannot believe it. This is episode 19. Easy, did you think we would make it to episode 19? Did you see this happening? I can, but then I can't because it's a lot of work that gets put into it. And then, you know, we both got our lives that we living outside of here. But at the same time, knowing me and you, yeah, I can believe that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So all you folks out there, um, once again, this is In the Back of the Class NBA podcast. Uh, Please check out our our podcast. Um, You can get this episode plus any other episodes you may have missed. Um, at any platform that you listen to podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, whatever. We recommend Anchor. That's a, that's a huge part of our platform. Uh, so check mm-hmm. us out on Anchor, too. Uh, also check out our YouTube page. We're going to start putting more videos of that uh, up on that um, outside of just what we talk about on the show. So we're going to try to make that fun. Um, and uh, plus all the other things. I know Easy got a couple things going on outside of here he's going to be working on. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, you know, uh, I'm streaming on Mixer, all the uh, Microsoft users, you know, catch me on anybody, you know, you can just tag on my uh, my Mixer and just watch me, you yes. know, be streaming online, me and my boys, um, you know, I pour drinks for a living, then um, I'm trying to uh, grind my life away to get to this 95 and 2K, Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. so <laughs> I'm grinding my life away, That's huge, I, ladies I, got the, I got the 90s R&B on. And I'm focused. I'm going to go give me some cookies and junk food and get to grinding. There you go. There you go. What you, what you been up to, eh? Well, Easy, you know, um, basically, um, I have had a, a good good week, man. I can't complain. I got to go down to my old alma mater, Central Methodist, and check them out, the men's basketball team. Seeing uh, you. Yes, sir. They won their uh, senior day game. So that was awesome. That was my first time being back to a ga- to an actual game. Um, in more than a decade, man, almost. So, oh, for real? Yeah. Hey, hey, did you? By the way, did you hear the national news? All modern day national news, man. Did you hear by chance? Nah, nah. What's up with that? Check this out. Central Methodist um gave a scholarship to a Tony Harris, and why that's uh, and why that is so significant is that she is the first woman to receive a scholarship. And play a non-specialist positions. You know there are um, women that um, play college ball, but they are placeholders or um, mm-hmm. she actually plays free safety, man. So uh, that, that really was awesome. Yes, yes. So that's that was awesome stuff, man. That's Big dope. Boy. Yeah, yeah, dope. Congratulations to her and congratulations to uh, my alma mater, Central Methodist, man. So that was awesome. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, other than you that. Wait, wait, what's up? No, no, go ahead, go, go ahead. Oh no, no, no! I was, I was hoping because, like, I, I did want to touch on one more time, man, at that ninety-five. Because if you folks aren't two K players, you don't know like you how know. significant this is. This is a huge deal, easy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you want to take a minute and tell the folks like how that journey has been? Man, is it's a long journey. 
it is a long journey. I'm gonna be honest with you, because when I got the '94 and I got done with my, this is you know 2K language. I'm speaking 2K language right 2K now. So when I got the '94 and I got done with that, and I was just about done with that first bar, I was celebrating. I'm like, <laughs> I made it. I made it. You know. And then okay. it hit me with the double bar. So now I got two bars at 94. And now I'm at 97% on 2K to where I can get to this 95. So wow. I'm almost there. I'm cele- I'm finna celebrate. I'm finna stream it hey. on Mixer. Hey, y'all check it out. What, what, how, how do they follow you on Mixer again, Easy? Uh, it's Mixer at OG Freckles, all capital letters. Check them out. Check them out. Yeah. That's cool. That's what's up, man. So you ready to talk about real basketball now? Yeah, let's talk about real basketball. Let's do it. Oh, easy. Uh, before we get started, before we get started, man, I'm so sorry. I did want to take this opportunity because um, we are, um, you know, we're still setting things up uh, with the show. But, um, you know, um, one thing we got hit up with this week was um, um, uh, acquaintance of the show sent us a mix. We were trying to play it. When before we came on, so uh, hopefully we get things figured out, we can play it for the show. But we want to give him mm-hmm. a shout out, actually. Um, so if you guys have a, um, you know, if you if you if you have time, you need a DJ, check him out. He goes by DJ TLG. Uh, look him up on Facebook, like his page, and uh, you know, book him for his events. So we'll give him a, a, a real big shout out on that note. Big shout to DJ TLG out there. So hopefully, That's um, dope. what up? We can get the show fixed up. We can play some of his mixes because we sure do appreciate it. Yeah, um, man. Good luck in TLG. First of all, anybody who knows me knows that uh, I'm very opinionated. And when I speak my opinions, one thing I love to be about my opinion is that I love to be right. <laughs> and so now, one thing I said is that one of my predictions this season is that the Lakers are going to be a 6 to 10 seed. And it's looking like they're going to be an 11th or possibly 12th seed. So I'm still not going to be right. But, mm-hmm. A-Love, what do you have to say about the Lakers possibly not making the playoffs? Well, um, first of all, I have uh I feel like the rest of America, man, that it's they're not gonna make it. I don't feel like they they is they're not mathematically out, but there's no way, man. There's too much stuff going on. Uh so obviously being a LeBron James fan, I am devastated. Very devastated. But uh I have come to terms um with the possibility of you know not seeing uh NBA playoffs, let alone a finals without LeBron James. While I've come to terms and I realize, you know, I've been kind of prepping myself for this in the last couple of years, at least, knowing that he's getting older. But I don't think other NBA fans have um, really come to terms with what this means or what this could mean. So uh, LeBron haters specifically, pay attention to your enjoyment of this NBA playoffs Um in the finals for that matter. But definitely the playoffs as a whole. Pay attention. My prediction is this: you won't enjoy it as much this year. Really? If if not, you can thank LeBron James or the lack thereof LeBron James for that. Really? Yes. I'm going to be honest with you because you said we won't enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. (laughs) I'm going to enjoy the playoffs. 
The playoffs are going to be cracking this year. I don't know. <laughs> Just because LeBron is not there don't mean that the, the, the playoffs are not going to be hot because the Western Conference, the Hunger Games, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a crazy show. And then the Eastern Conference in the second in the uh, second round, the second round Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, that should be these should be great games. This should be great basketball being played, even though LeBron. Drama Queen LeBron brings the drama and all the extra stuff with him, you know, especially in La La Land. Uh, it will be more intriguing to see him in the playoffs, especially in the West. But who wants to see LeBron and these young boys get knocked off the first round? Now, I want to see somebody who's going to put up a fight. <sighs> Easy. So I would say that you, my friend, are like a legit fan of the NBA, man. You're a legit True. NBA fan, right? So I can still understand if you get a lot of enjoyment out of this because this is what you and I do, right? We talk mm. NBA. We watch not, you know, I, I'm a fan of LeBron James, but I'm, I'm interested in the NBA as a whole. But what about those casual fans out there? And some people, and some people are casual fans. They don't like to admit that they're casual fans. You know what I mean? Because uh, they they think they're real fans, but mostly what they do is just troll and hate, and not just on LeBron James, but other players. Mm-hmm. And so, if there's a game on outside of that player they choose to hate on, I doubt that they watch. You know? And uh, so, I think more so that effect will be on them as opposed to a guy like yourself, um, who is actually an NBA fan. You know? But I think even with LeBron James, they're still star power. Yes, true. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I have to agree. There's still star power. You still have, still have Steph Curry, you still have Kevin Durant, you have Giannis, Harden. You still have a lot of stars in there. Even though I believe LeBron James' presence will be missed, you know, because so, a lot of people want to see him win, and a lot yeah. of people want to see him lose. So he brings yeah. that drama. Yeah. But there's still star power in the fact that. You know, it's not guaranteed Golden State is going to win. A lot of people is going to tune in just to see, just to Golden see if they're going to lose. True, true, that's true, man. So, let me ask this real quick, easy. Are we still mad at KD? I am. <laughs> All right, I just make sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I, think the general census is everybody hate KD's move. I, once KD move, leave from Golden State, I think he'll get that love back, or at least some of it, but. You think so? Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. It, it, what about this, Easy? Do you think that? Um, do you think that? Um, not having a uh, like that. Um, be him being the only one after LeBron joining that team. Like now, you have all of the other stars moving <laughs> since then. Like uh, Kawhi demanding his way out. Um, you know uh, the Kyrie thing. Um, do, you, do you think any of that might give Kevin Durant some like a reprieve with some of us, or at least with you? Nah, nah, nah. nah. He it's just the team that he went to. Now, if he just do another super team, I think it would have been different from him going to go to state. Yeah, it looks like a weak move going to go to state, you know. And so uh, the mm-hmm. the topic with KD is that his rings are less respected than other people. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the perceived notion on KD, but you it's, know, it's funny that uh, we used to we used to measure the count. Now we're measuring the quality. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, oh, that's that's crazy. I mean, and then it's <laughs> a, it's a lot of diminishing people's rings against who they win against. Against this is just, yeah, 
it's a crazy era that we live in nowadays. So definitely is, man. Definitely. Yeah, I'm 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 still to get off your get off my line, old dude. <laughs> I'm old school in every sense of the way. So you know, you get a ring, you get a ring, but everybody it depends on it, it it does depend on how you get it. I can't lie and say that it don't. It does depend on how you get it. KD took an easy way out because I'm gonna give KD that same energy I gave LeBron because I felt LeBron <laughs> took the easy way out. So, uh, yeah. Well, it's either take the easy way out, I guess, or be the guy with no rings. Either way, we're gonna hate you for it. Oh uh, <laughs> 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 uh, man. You ready to move on? <laughs> yeah, already. All right, so staying with the Lakers, brother. Let me throw this at you. So, uh, this past week on the jump, our boy, Mr. Petty himself, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul Pierce said, quote, appearing on the jump, if I wore the Lakers, I would shut LeBron down. Hmm. No, seriously. He's getting older. He has to do too much for them to win. Just look at it. He puts out a triple-double, and they can't win. Just imagine if he really goes out and really exerts himself and has to go for 40. This season was a wash coming into it, unquote. Easy. My question for you is, do you agree with Paul Pierce? Should the Lakers nope. shut down LeBron James? <laughs> no. Paul, petty Paul Pierce, that's, that's petty right there. Uh -oh. that, that, that's petty. No, I don't agree <laughs> with that. Take your lumps. <laughs> nah, yeah. If they if they was gonna win, he was gonna play. You were part of that team. You supposed to be the leader. You gotta mm -hmm. stand there and take your lumps with with everybody. You know. Mm -hmm. So my thing. So so the question is, just in, just in case you don't get AD, you still stuck with these boys. So you just gonna you just gonna you gonna quit on them half season, and you are gonna make coming into next year even worse. Mm. Nah, you gotta take your lumps. You seen? Uh, have you seen the memes with the uh, the iconic Tupac and Suge Knight picture? You know where uh, they're leaving the um, they're in Las they're in Las Vegas, and it's the last photo taken of Tupac before he's about to get shot. And they have underneath it, it's a picture with uh, Magic Johnson's face superimposed over Suge Knight <laughs> and uh, LeBron James superimposed over uh, Tupac, and it's. <laughs> It's terrible. I do my boy like that. Magic is friends with Mike. So he oh. <laughs> if Mike, if there's one person that is petty, that is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I now, believe he's the greatest, and I think, you know, I, I think now Paul now Paul doesn't have the media empire behind him to uh hide. The pettiness like Jordan has been able to for decades, but mm -hmm. yes, you're right, he is very petty. He is very petty, but no, nah, it, it could be a conspiracy. I wouldn't put it past MJ, but no, nah, I think I think coming in, Magic and LeBron had it in their head that look, we're gonna get rid of all these young boys, we're gonna get some superstar talent to come in, and it just hasn't worked out how they plan, mm. and so. The fact, and so just because it don't work out how you plan, you, you're just gonna quit on the season. Yeah, I was just gonna say, man. In regards to shutting down LBJ, um, even though Paul Pierce was being petty, I actually agree with Petty Pierce. Um, I think they should shut him down. I mean, the season is a wash. I, I watched LeBron play the other night, man. Um, 
And man, he just looks, he looks bad, man. He looks out of shape. Like he hasn't had that time to, you know, fully get back into shape after that. He's been, he's been a and R and two chain albums and stuff. He's in La La Land having fun, man. LeBron mm-hmm. maybe not even be taking NBA mm-hmm. as, as serious as he used wow. to. Wow, that's that's interesting, man. And the decision, I think a lot of that, what you're talking about, played a huge part in his decision to go to L.A., that team, go to the Lakers. Was he want to do that outside of basketball stuff? I just hope that this, uh, this out-of-shape thing and this looking terrible thing, um, at least health-wise, is a, um, a, a, a it's caused by... Um, the injury and that, and this being his first time in his career having a significant in- injury and missing significant time and just mm-hmm. coming back not being used to it as opposed to like what you're saying um, doing all the A and R and doing all the media um, the um, show the barbershop yeah, barbershop all of that so uh, I, I don't know but you're very right man that could that could pos- that could be a possibility man we will definitely well, I, see I have a question though about the shop. Because I never had a chance to see it. Us poor folks don't have HBO. Uh, are they actually? Or is it on HBO? It is on HBO. Yes, sir. It is on. Are HBO. they actually in a barbershop? Well, um, from what I get from it, because unfortunately, being the big LeBron James fan I am, I too, sir, have not uh, watched it. Um, but I did just order HBO last night in preparation for Game of Thrones coming back. Mm. Um, so I, I, I don't know the answer to that. If anybody knows the answers, uh, they can let us know, but I would assume so because LeBron James, you know, he got, he got connections. He's got enough cash to go shoot on location at a barbershop and the show being called barbershop. I think I can see him doing that, but, uh, <clears throat> I will say this too easy. Uh, me and the wife did binge a whole season of true detective, uh, within 48 hours, which is crazy. <laughs> But now that's out the way, uh, and uh, now you can get back to t- to 2K. I've been putting off the Michael Jackson documentary too, man. I've been not wanting to watch that, so pass. I might have to check out. Pass. I didn't, I didn't see nothing. I didn't see the facts and stuff. I pass. I'm not watching that. They're not going to diminish the great Mike Michael Jackson for a dollar. I'm finna listen to Thriller once we get done. Let me just say that the uh, views expressed by Easy does not reflect the views of the show entirely. <laughs> uh, oh man! Recently, there's been a lot of talks about Ricky of the Year. You know, it started off Luca, 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 Luca for president, Luca for MVP, Luca for everything. Now it's become more of a topic of. Trey Young, is it possible for Trey Young to win the rookie of the year or co-rookie of the year? Trey Young's been hot. Trey Young has been hot. So do you think Trey Young, do you think it's a debate or do you think they can win co-rookie of the year? Well, in my opinion, I mean, we still got our, like, what, 19, 18 games left in the season. Still playing. I mean, it's quite a bit of season left. But in my opinion, right now, as I stand today, it's still it's still Luca, man. I mean, he's been doing it for more parts of the season. He's got he's got better averages. Um, so, like you said, um, Trey just got hot not too long ago, but Luca's been hot. And uh, if it comes down to it, you know, Luca's record, his team's record is better. Though they're out of the playoffs right now, his team record is still better. And 
a tougher conference. So I don't I don't think uh I I I think Trey is doing great. I'm happy for Trey. I like Trey Young, but to me, it's this is Luca's award still. What what about you, Easy? What you think? Um, I put it like this because I think it depends. To me, it depends on how Trey Young finishes the season. Because when you look at Trey Young, he's going up. Mm-hmm. His trajectory is going up. His numbers are getting better. From the um, I looked at his number from since the beginning of the new year. From before the new year, he's averaging six more points. He's averaging more assists. Um, his field goal percentage is going up. His three-point percentage is going up. His free throw percentage is going up. And I think it's more so he was a slower starter, but how the way he's playing now is, I mean, he's, he's hot. You know what I'm saying? And I, whereas Luca, um, Luca's assists went down. Well, no, his, his assists went he averaged one more assist. No, his assist rebounds are steady, but his three-point shooting is going down. His free throw percentage is going down. And thing is, Luka was more consistent, where Trey Young is, he's climbing upwards, you know. And I wouldn't be mad if Trey Young finished the season hot and they gave them co-rookie of the year. Wow. How many times has that been done in the league, I wonder? It should have been done with Melo and LeBron. Hmm. Dang. I don't know. It should probably should have been done with Larry and with Larry and Magic. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at. I mean, if it's like that split of a decision. So is it is Luca and Trey like the right ones to do this? I guess it's hard to say because they're both rookies, right? It's easy to say, oh, the yeah. one of you know Magic and and uh, Larry now. And when you look back hindsight, but when you look at the, their rookie years, well, uh, more so because I'm pretty sure we've seen. LeBron uh-huh. and Melo's rookie year. Yeah. To me, there that would have been the perfect co-rookie uh rookie of the year. Mm. Yeah, I I don't remember uh, Melo's uh numbers offhand or anything, but I do remember Melo. I do remember this that Melo used to be that boy uh his first year. I, I love Melo at Syracuse, man. Uh that's that Syracuse squad. I did so. Oh man, that Syracuse squad was fun to watch, man. But uh Yeah. I uh, I, I forgot about uh when he's in the league, and now just touch back on Trey and Luca right now, man. Um, Trey, his well, I'm trying to find his uh field goal percentage because I, I look at that too, man. Because you know it's easy to put up a bunch of shots and get those numbers, mm-hmm. and then well, what's your uh, efficiency though? And I know that um Luca is, has a 43 percent, I think, from the field. What is uh Trey doing? And I think Trey Young is shooting forty percent from the field right now. Okay, so not bad. But, oh, not that much difference. But since the new year, you know, he started off before the new year. He was shooting thirty nine percent. He was shooting twenty seven percent from three, seventy eight percent from free throw. But since the new year, he's shooting forty three percent from the field, forty percent from three, and eighty five percent from the free throw. Wow. You know, all his numbers are going up. He's trending upwards, and he's right. and especially these last 10, 12 games, he's been hot. He's been on fire, like 26 and 10, hmm. you know. And, uh, a lot of people like to compare his game to Steph Curry, and I see more Steve Nash. Hmm. You know, I've seen a video on that, and it kind of it made sense that he's more Steve Nash than, than uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean, I can see that a little bit, man. I'd like to check that video out um, as well, man. That's an interesting uh, comparison. Um, so, uh, Trey, excuse me, ladies, if, if y'all can hear that, that's just my uh, dog in the uh, barking at somebody out there. Um, so. Don't 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 get the paper. 
Don't get the paper, Sparrow. <laughs> I don't know what, what he got going on, man. But uh, the the pay. Oh yeah, and in, in the paper trick that doesn't happen in black folk houses. <laughs> so you know what? I think it'd be awesome, man, for us. You know, as we get to the end of the season before they announce their rookie of the year, that um, perhaps. Um, we take a look at the two and we make our own case for them before the announcement is made. Uh, that might be fair enough. Fun. So, uh, yeah, I'll be on the lookout for that as we move through this NBA season, player. So, as you know, uh, Marcus Gasol, now a Toronto Raptor, uh, spent so many seasons with the uh, Memphis Grizzlies up until then. Uh, the question was posed that I want to pose to you now, Easy, is um, when you look when we look back after Marcus Gasol's career is over, when we look back and compare him to Pal, his brother, who will be considered the greater player? Mm. When we look back and consider who will be, I think Paul will be considered the greater player, even though I think, me personally, I would take Mark because I think Mark Gasol in his prime was better than Paul Gasol in his prime. Mm. Um. Mark, you know, defensive player of the year. I mean, he was the anchor of that Memphis team that was the number one defense that uh, that was putting up defensive numbers that, that haven't been seen since, like, the early 2000s. I want to say yeah. since the yeah, – yeah, since, like, the, the Pistons. That grit and so, grind squad. Yeah, the grind house. So. Yeah, the grind house. Yeah, and then Marcus saw he had deep playoff runs with him as the man. Yeah. Whereas when Paul, when Paul was the man – it wasn't a lot of success. It wasn't I mean, a lot I'm, of success. I'm, I'm sorry, you talk you 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 reversing that, right? You mean Powell had the success and no as the man, as the number oh, one player on the, the team. Number, I got you. Yep. Yeah, as the number one player, you know. Oh, that's a good point, Easy. Now let me ask you this. On those grit and grind teams, I, I you know, while Mark was important, like he was the anchor point and like you said, the defense. Um, I kind of felt a little bit like it was Conley who was kind of like the 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 general or the go-to guy, if you will. You know what I mean? Um, if you had to pick a one. But the, the, it's team, also- the team was so – but the, that's the thing about the team, and that's one thing I want to ask you about in, in terms of the defense uh, aspect. The team was so built around – their success was so much built around the team, you know, mm-hmm. not so much the reliance on one good player. And that, and that right there could have spoke to like the – why we didn't see the Grizzlies make it to a uh, 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 finals, you know, um, with that squad. And we know because of the Warriors as well, too, as we played a lot. But um, when you think about that, would Mark and his defense, if he played on any other team who's, you know, outside of just the offense, the team defense played a huge part, would he be that defensive force he was with the Grizzlies? Because you look at him, it's like, man, it's, a, he's a big guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, he's it's kind of sluggish and slow. Kind of sluggish and slow, but I, I don't know. You know, it's that that, that kind of that's, that's concept, I think helped. That's a that's a good that's a good question. And to be honest, I don't even know how to answer that question. I, I guess, but I guess, I guess any question we really ask, we really can't answer because it's all right. The video, all hypothetical, <laughs> yeah, all hypothetical. But, but when we looking at careers, I mean. Yeah, I mean, Mark had a he had a shorter window, but I think his peak was better. You know, he Paul never was first team All NBA. 
Nope. Another defensive player of the year. Um, uh, and then Paul had a he had a he had a knock for being kind of soft too. Yeah. Like in those finals, the Boston Boston's plan was we just gonna beat up on Paul. Uh, you know, so. I, I think I think a lot of Paul's softness, uh, a lot of a, a large source of Paul's softness narrative came from Kobe Bryant fans. I ain't gonna lie, y'all Kobe you fans, so? y'all Kobe fans typed up that narrative and then emailed it to everybody that Paul Gasol was soft. Now, I ain't going to argue with you all, but I think y'all kind of inflated or exaggerated his softness. Do you think, looking back hindsight, or was he legitly soft? He was legitly soft. Like, Kendrick Perkins, man, he did not want no smoke with Kendrick Perkins. Like, who? But who does with Kendrick? This man crazy. Big Perk. Drake did. Drake didn't want that smoke. <laughs> Drake could tell you he didn't want that smoke. <laughs> nah, Drake didn't. <laughs> Steph Curry did, though. They had to pull Steph Curry away. Oh, boy. That's why if, if, if Steph Curry was in the streets or something, that's what I'm saying, man. You know who was to bring that up? Let me bring it up. First of all, Steph didn't want that smoke. But all these NBA players who act tough because the camera's around, that was that, that irks me. I see my boy, who is my boy on 2K, my player's teammate, his sidekick. Um, Devin Booker, he got into it with my man. Uh, oh, I forget who it was. This was like a few weeks back. He was acting all tough, dude, didn't do nothing. And Devin Booker was just acting all hard for no reason. And his teammates had to pull him away like he was really gonna do something. Devin Booker would have got knocked out. And I was are, like, are, <laughs> are we putting these narratives on these players that you mentioned because they are light, bright skin? Now, look. Let me it's tell because you, they're man. very khaki colored. That now easy. Listen, <laughs> I'm not one to judge a person on the the color of their skin or the tone or highlights. But <laughs> if I was, you can know my opinion is very unbiased because, like I said, I depend real heavily on Devin Booker on my player 2K season to get my boy the ball <laughs> and to get my assist. So I want to like Devin Booker in real life, but no, that was whack. I forgot who it was, so I know what instance you're talking about. I forget yeah. who it was, but uh, it, was like, it was a foreign player, wasn't it? That he was trying, he was getting it. I think it was, I want to say it was an African cat, and the African cat was like, "What are you doing, man?" <laughs> like, <laughs> stop. But now back to Paul, man. I think I think the narrative on him was. The Boston, especially when he was going against Boston, the mm. the the game plan was you know get physical with with Paul and beat him up, beat up on him and stuff. You know he averaged fourteen and ten the first when he averaged eighteen and eleven the second time mm. against Boston. Mm -hmm. So I think that was the narrative, you know, push up on Paul. Whereas Mark, you weren't gonna get that off. No, no, Mark was definitely tougher, but Mark had a lot more meat on him his body too, man. That makes a difference than uh. Than yeah. But um, I say this. Oh well, well, my point was, you know, at their primes, I'm picking Mark over Paul, okay. even though Paul has the better career and more, more accolades. But in, in, in but in the, but but to answer the question though, who will be remembered? You think that it will be Paul that will be remembered as the greater, right? Yeah, I so, think so. Paul will be remembered as the and greater, I, and I totally agree with that. Um, but who am who am I taking? If I had to pick it, and it all came down to. In their primes and in a basketball game, mm -hmm. I think I'd probably go with 
our pal. Um, but really, like you said, you really can't go wrong either way. Really, um, that's true. Yeah, no, they're not really because we're getting ready to go into you know the next topic, which we're going to discuss sibling rivalries, yeah. and they never really had like a sibling rivalry. Always kind of, yeah, yeah, not really when you think about it. Yeah, and they, and it was weird. They they played both played in the Western Conference the whole the whole time they played. You know the Saints. I, well, I guess there was two seasons where Powell was over in Chicago, but yeah, but they're not like Robin and Brooke Lopez. Yeah, sibling rivalry is when you have a sibling that is always trying to outdo you, whether it's your younger or your older sibling, brother or sister. Your sibling is always trying to outdo you, constantly competing. And so that's what the sibling rivalry is. And uh, going into this next uh, subject, you know, I like to discuss a sibling rivalry between me and my brother. You know, me and my middle brother, he is extremely competitive and he hates losing. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. My middle brother, he's, he's, he hates losing. And for yeah. you folks out there, he was asking if his brother can hear him because this is a statement to his brother as well. You will never up. beat me. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, well, I forget what year. I'm old. But um, this was when Mortal Kombat came out on Nintendo 64. Wow. And my middle brother was the champion around the house. He was spanking me, my moms. My moms played Mortal Kombat with us. My baby brother. Like he was just spanking all of us. But then one day, because you know I used to get home. When I was in middle school, he was in elementary. So I used to get home and play and practice. So one day, one day I got him. I finally beat him. And it was just like the worst thing ever because I had to play him all day for the rest of the day until he was able to beat me. (laughs) (laughs) For anybody who knows my brother, he does not take losing at Uh all. But but yeah, so yeah, we had to play Mortal Kombat all day. And that's anything with him. Like he's very competitive. We play basketball. He's he's always trying to beat me up. Anything. Like he's always always trying his best to get the upper hand on me. You know I, how how successful has he been, or how successful is he normally when when he tries to do that? He only had that upper hand in Mortal Kombat. Anything else, I was just I torture man. No, at two K and two K for a minute. You know, we had a my league draft where we draft all the old school players, and you know he he was getting the upper hand on me. You know, but then I, me and Will Chamberlain got oh, the best of him. <laughs> Yeah, me and Will, me and Will to still, we got the best of him, and I had to, and I had to make up a lie that I had to go to work, so I ain't have to play him all day. So, why am I not surprised that an old school, uh, younger Easy would pick Will to still as his old school player? You know, first uh, overall pick, man. I have so, to have Will. Yeah, for reasons probably at that time, off the court, <laughs> young Easy was thinking. <laughs> Oh yeah, Young Easy. Young Easy was a big Wilt fan. Uh, <laughs> off, was a big off the court Wilt fan. <laughs> Shout out Wilt and all of his fans out there. That's what's yeah, up. man. So that's my sibling rivalry. My little brother's always trying to get the best of me. Mm, so that's interesting. 
So, oh, what about you, A Love? I know you have a brother and a sister. Yes, I, I do. I do, man. Uh, both younger. Uh, got my sister who's three years younger, brother that is uh, about 10 years younger. So, you know, really didn't have any rivalries really with my brother. Um, you know, I guess a lot because the age difference, you know, mm-hmm. but my sister, I do recall a rivalry which was really just a um, I guess I was just really mad at her. Um, and it, <laughs> and, uh, so I don't think it was even a rivalry with her. She was okay. So back in the day, back when we used to live uh, in our old house, uh, at the time I was about, let me think, I think my sister was around the age of maybe five. And I was, so that makes me about eight. So either she was like five, one on a six, or I was like eight or nine. So anyway, in our front yard, we used to play in the yard, front yard, and uh, we couldn't go in the street. But um, at our whole house, our parents let us go outside playing the yard. And right across the street, a house cat a corner where their side yard ran up to the outskirts of our yard, our front yard, they had this big old Rottweiler. And this thing was vicious, and it was tied up with a chain, a chain connected, uh, one of these big old, you know, those chain, your actual chain to the collar and hooked up to a stake, right? So this thing is just bark. <laughs> One day we're out there playing and I would be, I was set up, I was standing, you know, in the middle of the yard, uh, a good ways from the front door. But my sister was at the very end of the yard where the street meets the yard. And she would mean she was closer to our neighbor's yard with the dog. Well, what next thing I know, I hear a chain snap, clink, and I look up and I see this Rottweiler broke his chain and start heading towards us. My sister, who back at the time was very unathletic, she was <laughs> on the chubbier side. We know we're kids. She was on the chubbier <laughs> side, but let me tell you, easy. This girl had Olympic speed that day because she jumped, booked it, ran past me. I jumped out my shoes. My shoes were still in the middle of the yard. I, and I was wearing them. <laughs> I had to jump out them things. So I was moving fast too. But she smoked me to the front door. And right when I got to the front door, this is what made me mad. She closed it in front of my, right in my face. Wow. Closed it right in front of my face, man. So I'm banging and crying. Ah! <laughs> and then all of a sudden some click just hey, turn the handle i turn the handle i fall in blue, 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 blue. and uh yeah that was the uh second person i see my daddy curse out in the front yard um <laughs> with no uh with no clothes on so um <laughs> just going off on like the neighbor woman and the police and like man, at that house, my daddy used to go off on hobo. I could tell you stories about my daddy going off on people in the you know half dressed in the middle of the yard. But that so that 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 was my uh, it wasn't really a rivalry, but I held a grudge for a few years and uh, still really? some type of, I, I wouldn't trust her if my life depended on it still to this day because of that moment. But that's that's yeah, my and you know what? Because my my brother he like he will lie on me when oh. he get in trouble. He will bring me into his trouble. So, so he would try to get me in trouble along with him getting in trouble. Wow, not that. Yeah, and so we, and so the thing was, he always wanted to be the good son, but he never wanted to do the 
things to be the good son. And so anytime he gets in trouble, he want to see me get in trouble with him. Mm-mm-mm. No way. Yeah, no way. so... You know, after, after about 20-some years, you know, he's finally the good son. My mom loves him more than she loves her other children. So, Oh, <laughs> it, oh, oh it changes. It, it changes. changes, yeah. Yeah, from ashy to classy, easy. Ashy both, to classy, We both yeah. moved up in our, uh, you know, in our parents' eyes, man, and that, in terms of that. So that's all good. That's all good. <laughs> So uh looks like easy we didn't um touched on about everything, man. Um ran through the agenda, yeah. Went through the whole agenda. Um do you have anything else? So I tell you what, let's let's tell the people what to look for this week. What to look for this week. What else is there to look for this week but the la la but the drama in la la land? Uh, uh, I wanna see I I wanna see, man. Playoff mode has been activated. Let's I want to see what playoff mode is. I don't think he's going to hit the switch, man. I thought he already hit it. Or is this that 2011 playoff activation switch? Oh, man. Bang. Bang, bang. (laughs) Haters, enjoy it. You guys are going to have a – yeah, you're going to have a field day with this. When LeBron misses the playoffs for the first time. I, but, no, nah, on a serious note, what I'm looking for this week, we already touched on my guy, Trey Young. I want to see him win. I want to see him fight for rookie of the year. He's been hot. He's he's showing all the potential. He's showing what made him great in college. Mm. It's fine, it's, to me, it's like it finally clicked with him. You know, he's shooting at a high percentage. He's passing the ball like a yeah. wizard. You know, so that's what I'm looking for. I want to see what's up with Trey Young and the drama in La La Land. Ah, what you looking for? So uh, normally I'd be watching the Lakers, look for the Lakers, see if they can make the push. But since I've given up, I will actually be watching some turmoil that I can sit back and enjoy. And that's with Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics. They have been 4-6 <laughs> in the last 10, continue their downslide, and that was one prediction I had gotten right, that the Celtics would not achieve or live up to the success or expectations we had set for them coming off the exceeding expectations of last year's playoff. So I'm going to keep watching for the Celtics to keep crashing and burning along with my boy LeBron James. Let me ask you this. Has this dislike came for Kyrie after he decided, after he went to get traded from Cleveland? Uh, so I ain't going to lie. All right. Has it always been there? No, I, I liked Kyrie, man. Like back in, okay. so I, I I saw the signs of LeBron going back to Cleveland a long time ago. You uh, did that 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 All Star game where Kyrie became the player, you know, the the MVP of it, where he went off. Mm-hmm. And that's his coming out party. I said, oh yeah, I, I love for LeBron to go back there and play with him. He, he dope. But once Kyrie started getting hurt and hurt and hurt, and then people made the point, well, he was always hurting. He was hurt in college most of his freshman years, only in college. Um, I started to see, yeah, this dude has some flaws. Then when he came on demand to trade, that's when I jumped on the bandwagon of, okay, let the flaws be exposed to the rest of the world. And for that to happen, the Celtics would have to do but with them and awesome with without them and uh that's what we're seeing man they play better without them and they're playing like butt with them right now so but there's still a lot of basketball left and there's still a lot of playoffs to be determined so i could still be very wrong celtics and brad stevens brad stevens might have a that's that's the thing about brad stevens i say brad stevens is more important than kyrie irving 
because Brad Stevens, if they do get to the I can see the Celtics being in the finals, um, because of Brad Stevens more so than Kyrie Irving. So they hate I don't Kyrie. disagree with that. I don't just and then they have some star. I believe Jason Tatum is a star. Yeah. Uh yeah. Jalen Brown has potential. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's man, even, he's been balling the second half, man. Yeah, even you know, Scary Terry has potential. You yes. know, I mean, they're they're a great team. You know, and so I think it's just too many mouths to feed, and it's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, would Anthony I Davis think, would Anthony Davis fit in well with them? Or well, it uh, depends on what you're giving up for Anthony Davis. What about what about KD? You think KD, KD would KD? I think KD's looking at the Knicks more even than Boston. If he does, go yeah, to I think that's what it is, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so. Interesting, but yeah. uh, but yeah, man. So that's what we're gonna be looking for this week. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys joining us uh for this live recording episode nineteen. Again, you can check this episode out uh on any uh podcast platform. Uh, we recommend Anchor. Um, but you can check. Are out we on Spotify now? Spotify too. Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah, we, yeah, we on Spotify. Check us out on Spotify. Yes, sir. Plug Spotify for sure, man. Shout out to Spotify. Let's get um, one of them Joe Budden contracts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're pushing for. Come on. The only thing, only thing we will request in our contract, we want even more than payment, is a um a um research uh team. Yeah, we need research team. And uh one one-on-one interview guaranteed with big shot Robert Ori, so I can have Easy, tell him to his face that he don't. He thinks he's overrated. Oh man, <laughs> I, I would. Well, I, I, you know, I would go ahead and have to catch that whooping because I would tell <laughs> Rob, not only are you overrated, you're overrated for being rated. So, <laughs> yes, I would have to get beat up by Robert Ory because he's overrated for even being rated. I, I, I love Robert Ory, although he, all those shots and every one of those shots he hit. Except, except for uh, the Houston Rockets, with the Houston Rockets, every other one broke my heart. But I still love Robert Ory, uh, man. But yep, easy. Tell the folks what you tell them all the time, man. Yeah, man. Me and my boy A Love, back in the day, class clowns, cutting up in class, man. We two adults now speaking our opinions on the rumors and news on the NBA. Yo, before we go, I want to get this. I want to say this. You know, everybody, we were born great. You have a greatness. Find your greatness and be great. That's what. That's the message I want to give out. Yo, this is in the back of the. Yo, this is my bad. This your boy Easy. This your boy A Love. And this is in the back of the class NBA podcast. Peace. <laughs>